So do you know what today is? Um, oh, yes, I do, actually. It's the day after your birthday. Technically true. No, dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that actually, That wasn't what I was looking for. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, it is the day before Lisa's birthday. Oh. <laughs> also true, and 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 the reason we're recording tonight, but also not what I was looking for. Okay. Um, all right. Listen. Given the fact that I that I can remember those two, I, I don't. I don't think I can come up with uh, with anything else. Did apparently? Did you know? Did you know that today is the twentieth anniversary of the Tuck Rule game? Of of the what? The Tuck Rule game. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Wasn't that a contest on the first season of RuPaul's Drag Race? <laughs> no, I get no, I get nothing. <laughs> Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Wayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you? Um, you know, you know, not too bad. Um, I did to just real clear from the from the cold open. Um, I want I want to give some writing credit for that one. Uh earlier uh earlier tonight yeah do, oh. do you no, well you not exactly <laughs> not, not exactly um earlier tonight we were watching uh we were watching pti and they 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 on espn and they have list on the rundown and you can see what they're going to talk about through the course of the show and down at the bottom of the list uh it just says tuck rule and lisa says oh are they covering rue so <laughs> So Lisa wrote the joke. <laughs> I just adapted it to a cold open. So she gets the she gets she gets the award for original screenplay. I get I get I get it for the adapted screenplay. That's that's best best adaptation. There it is. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> nice. So credit to Lisa. That's great. <laughs> Very nice. We have a full. I mean, full, full show tonight would be would be remiss if we did not thank Ward for appearing on last week's show with the Mega Power Frunk. That was fantastic. Really enjoyed that. Um, yes, by the way. Uh, yes. Thank you, Ward. Um, great conversation. I do want to point out on listening back. I took a note uh, to share with you. While Mega Power Frunk was a great title. Uh, I would have also accepted, um, all S no sandwich would have also been a strong contender (laughs) for a title. That's what Sarah sent me as well. (laughs) Oh, that's Uh, fantastic. (laughs) Yep. All S no sandwich. (laughs) Uh, let's see. Feedback from Greg and Sherry, toddlers 17 and 3187, respectively. Sherry wants, wants pie on Ragbri as her prize for her toddler. That's right. We didn't do any feedback last week. We don't have any. This is all. This is feedback. A lot of feedback from, from the toddies. From yes. the 2021 toddy awards. Yes. The Well, and this was kind of weird. As of two weeks ago, I went and I logged into the podcast. Our all-time download number, yes, was thirty-one was thirty-one eighty-seven, <laughs> and I'm like, wow! So I grabbed a screenshot and I sent it over to Sherry. Like what? Did, uh, which then caused Sherry to increase her donation by fifty percent. I mean, I, I'm thinking that's great. I, I'm also thinking. Uh, uh, Sarah probably will never, hopefully will never see a screenshot of her number on our downloads. 
I'm not even sure yeah, how a negative download works. That's people returning and putting additional files. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, let's see. Sherry also asked. God, I can't believe this. Sherry, you're killing me. Ask for more space content. <laughs> yes. Yes. Cool. We can open up a whole segment. You betcha. Oh, by the way, uh, Sherry, yes. uh, listen to the end uh, because I have space content for this episode already. So it was already planned. By popular okay. demand, it has to stay. Uh, text from Doug of the Educated Idiots, the best the award, sponsor, the, Todd. The award-winning Sorry. Educated Idiots? Yes, the yes, good. Yes, thank you. Good save. The award-winning podcast, award-winning Educated Idiots. The best sponsor, Toddy, was quite the honor. They want to thank God, their agents, managers, and family. It's truly a special award, and they humbly plan to keep rocking dance floors at weddings, bar mitzvahs, funerals, or any event that you need to celebrate. Thank you. This thank you is sponsored by DJ to go Cedar Valley. Uh, of course the, it is. The only thing that he missed in there, there, there was one other one. He said he, he should have included. We just plan to take it one event at a time. That, <laughs> we have a next DJ up mentality around here. Uh, <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's interesting you say that because he also said that the communist communist handling of the best guest was both hilarious and BS pick a winner, force us to argue with the selection. No excuses. Play like a champion. Mahatma Gandhi. Pretty sure that's who said that. Uh, <laughs> oh, when he, when, he coached, when he coached Notre Dame. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's yeah, when it happened. Right. That's yes. Yeah. I yes. think he was the one that finally put Rudy in, right? Am I getting some of that wrong? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. You, but no more wrong than the facts in American Underdog. Let's be (laughs) honest here. Everything I said was based on a true story. Can't argue with that. (laughs) (sighs) So disappointed in that movie. Still, I'm still so disappointed in that movie. Amy's a month behind. I've got nothing from Amy. Um, how about Lisa? Did Lisa have any feedback from? Yeah, she did. I, we were actually listening to it live and this conversation happened as you were going through the close and, and Lisa says out loud, is this ending getting longer? I mean, this is really starting to get, oh, Amy's on it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so, so that was noticed by both. At basically the same time. Yep. Oh boy, we got a ton of follow up too. Okay. Holy cow. Yep. Um. I, I I don't care. Let's start the. Well, should we start at the bottom and work up? Uh, we referenced the pre-recorded cold opens. Yes. We did. If you were wondering, we actually did six of them, starting with the A team. I actually wrote seven of them, but we only did six. We did not do. I I wrote a Night Rider cold open. Oh, oh yeah. Ooh, but the music there's is a, there's terrible. A, there's a lost cold open. Ooh, <laughs> I wonder when a good time Maybe would we, be to play that. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder. Never. <laughs> anyway, I have updated based on your feedback. Of Dwayne plays something, Todd reacts. I've now updated all of those so that they are now in the rundown collaboration document. So you can reference them. If anybody missed them, they were in episode 76 through 82. If if you're curious, if you if you missed all of those. Particularly the quantum leap one, I was particularly proud of. Just that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. A couple of weeks ago, you had mentioned that Amy, I think, wanted to watch Yellowstone. 
she couldn't find am i am i remembering this correctly she wanted to watch yellowstone yes. and she couldn't yes. find out any of the streaming services so she eventually found that it was on paramount which is not available on paramount plus for True. reasons that make no sense and so she eventually had to watch it on on hulu and and you were you were you were pointing out the absurdity that the paramount a, a show airing on the paramount channel isn't on paramount plus i have an answer for you as to why that is um i found out this week why that is and it's even worse than you think so of course it is (laughs) i believe this is season four of yellowstone just came out yeah when they started that show it wasn't super popular so in order to get money to sort of make up for the fact that the show wasn't very popular, uh, Paramount Channel sold the streaming rights to Peacock. So <laughs> seasons one through three are streaming on Peacock, which is a direct competitor to Paramount+. Plus. When season four actually streams, it won't be on Paramount Plus. It will be on Peacock because they sold the rights to their own show to a different streaming service. I don't know if that makes them look better or worse, but it's not good. <laughs> well, and it, it's it sounds kind of like when. Marvel was hemorrhaging money, so they sold all their popular characters to other places. Yeah, and, but and then you get I and then you get Iron Man and Ant Man and things that aren't Fantastic Four and X Men and Spider Man, um, which then eventually become real characters. But in in but, the nineties, nobody knew of Iron Man. That is true. I it works I will say, for Marvel. Well, sort. Of. I mean, they still can't get Spider-Man fully back, right? Um, but no. but this isn't like Marvel selling their characters to Fox and Sony. This would be as if Marvel sold their characters to DC. <laughs> That's fair. Yes. Yes. Hey, hey, can we have our characters back? No. But you're a direct competitor. Yep, shouldn't have sold them to us. Wow, sucked to be you. <laughs> I did you know when? Okay, so Spider Man, what's the latest one? Far from Home, No Way Home, No Way Home. Thank you. The one you've seen, the one I haven't the seen, one, the one you've seen. Yes, yes. Just no spoilers. Clear. No spoilers. Just, just to be clear, Sorry. you're the anyway. Yes. Yeah. Um, when it does hit a streaming service, do you know which streaming service it's going to hit? Yeah, it's going. It's not going to hit Disney Plus. It it's is, not. That's correct. Is it going to hit Netflix first for the first pay window? First pay window is Stars. Stars, yes. And and then Netflix, and then eventually maybe. Disney Plus. <laughs> but certainly not until like 2026. Yeah, ap- apparently uh apparently unwinding some of these deals is going to take a few years. Oh boy. Yeah. You know what? We're going to we're going to sell to these yahoos that want to buy internet streaming rights. <laughs> Who would ever want? Oh. Oh, I see. But not Yahoo. But we're going to sell it to yahoos but not the yahoo you're thinking of it's a different yeah, no yeah different one we sent an email to him but it was hacked so they never got the offer sheet it's not surprising uh, um let's see uh other uh, other follow up oh a couple of weeks ago you talked about john madden and how great of a coach he was that he has of of he has the highest winning percentage of any nfl coach with who's coached more than 100 games um, he passed away, and there was the thing at, with Fox about how great he was, and the great, you know, the broadcaster of our generation, everything else. I, I'm, 
again, I never watched. I didn't watch him as much because my conference was on the other channels. But I will say, listening to football the last couple of weeks, there are some things that Madden started, and I believe they started with him, that still continue that we need. I don't think he gets credit for. I think he should get blamed for. And one of the things I can distinctly remember him saying this, and now every announcer says, when they want to talk about a player, instead of saying, this guy goes to the gym and works hard, they always use this phrase, one of two ways. Either, here's a guy who, like, you, you don't need here's a guy. Just say him. Like, well, here's a guy. Or, if you want a guy who goes to the gym every day, this is the guy you're going to want. You're like, just like, who walks around going, you know what I need? Who's a guy that can go to the gym every Anyway, I, it worked when he did it, but he apparently got that into the head of every single NFL announcer since. And they make it seem as if it's they start off generic and then get very specifically like, well, here's a guy who married a girl named Lisa. Like, no, just just say that it was him. Anyway, thanks. Thanks, Madden. Boom. I see what you did there. Two weeks ago, we had covered this. We'd covered the, the disaster that was the Golden Globes and how much money that were they were being paid by NBC and all of that. Several, several weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like a year ago, we just we discussed all of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if everybody just because everybody wasn't paying attention. The Golden Globes Awards were handed out a couple of like two weeks ago. Um, and if you're thinking, huh, that wasn't on uh, any network, you're correct. You're thinking, oh, that must have been streaming. Like, I wonder if that was streaming on a service. It was not. I'm wondering if like I had to go to like Tubi or Crackle or something. You did not. Um, it was not broadcast or streamed at all. And there wasn't even, they didn't even have the stars or they didn't bring anybody. They basically held... They held basically a press conference without inviting any of the media to just announce the awards that people, nobody wanted to admit it, that they were really like, there were some, you didn't even see a whole lot of shows going nominated for 18 golden. Everybody was like, no, that's, that's fine. The winners did kind of occasionally point out that they may have won a couple, but Everybody was like pretending like uh, that, that didn't happen. So, yeah. Did they live tweet it? <laughs> That's an excellent question. Um, hmm. Where would I go to find that out? Is that on Facebook? Tumblr. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Um, and then one more piece of follow-up here. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I think for Idiot of the Week, um, I discussed how the governor of Missouri um, called a journalist a hacker because he went to a state website and the website had personal information from everybody and the, and the person just said view source. Right? Right. And I said, yes. ha, 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 that's funny, funny, right? It turns out that the FBI did come back and say, that's not hacking. That's literally right. not hacking. That was the governor then took that and turned it over to the Missouri Highway Patrol, who then did an investigation and have turned that over to the district attorney or to the um, county attorney in that county. And the county attorney is still has not announced whether or not they will be pressing charges. <laughs> so. The journalist still could be charged with hacking for clicking on a menu in his own web browser. I thought it was funny because, ha, 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 it turns out he's still in legal jeopardy. My bad. I mean, not really. Like, of the people who made mistakes in this, I'm pretty low on the list. But I did make a mistake, so I wanted to... Yeah. So... Yes, and, and this actually may lead us to more idiots, but um, did you read about what the Iowa Department of Human Services did, speaking of state agencies screwing up? I think I read about what they didn't do, 
which was turn over 400,000 emails. Well, yes, but do you know why they didn't turn over 400,000 emails? Because they couldn't access them. They they changed service providers for the company that encrypts their email. So they encrypted all of their emails for the last three years to protect the names and personal private information for investigations and to make sure that nobody could improperly get to them. Then change service providers and nobody saved the key to unlock those emails. And now they can't comply with any court orders to provide those emails. Well, no, that's not true. They can provide the emails, but it's all just garbage. It's all just garbage text because nobody can unencrypt them. Oops, my bad. Good work. I I also thought I I, I did see in the story that it said that they were working to unencrypt them is what they told the court. Realistically, if you can unencrypt them, then you shouldn't have paid for the encryption service to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, yeah. you know what? I bet, I bet I know what happened again. I mean, I wasn't there. Um, I haven't, this is not an area of enterprise IT I have directly uh, overseen. Um, I bet here's what happened though. So they they uh, they turned on their encryption, and then the email the email person said, "This is pretty important. You know, what? I can't lose this key because if I lose this key, we can't get anything. You know what I should do? I should email it to myself. <laughs> That's where it is. <laughs> you know." <laughs> we joke about that, about, hey, I, I know you couldn't get into your email. It's because the password changed. I fixed it. I changed your password for you, and I emailed you the new password. <laughs> yep. Boom. Problem solved. Yep. Close the ticket. Another, another successful uh, ticket ticket taken care of. Well, and you, you know what else they could have done? What's that? They could have They could have changed all of their passwords to Kenny. So that way, all they would have had was Kenny Loggins. No, oh, yeah. it's all right. I, you know that I I could see that the car crash was coming, but I didn't know from which direction. <laughs> My wife got me. This is a visual joke, but since we're doing these on. We're we're also recording for YouTube that Todd's going to edit. We'll see whether or not any of this publishes. Amy, for my birthday, Amy got me three notebooks. The first one says, my catalog of dad jokes. Yes. The second one. Brilliant ideas I had while drinking bourbon. And the third one. My list of things my wife was right about. <laughs> Which I thought was really funny because it's blank. At which point I could then put that dad joke into my book of dad jokes. What I think, <clears throat> what I think would have been even funnier is if when those arrived, she went in and took out all but one of the pages in my catalog of dad jokes. So they all fit on one page. <laughs> she then goes, brilliant ideas I had while drinking bourbon and leaves like five pages in and then takes all of the extra pages and puts it into the things my wife was right about and basically said, oh, you're going to need extra pages. <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. Oh, not wrong. Um, what else we got? More idiots? How many more idiots do we got here? We got a bunch. We got a bunch. Um, this one kind of goes over into the second type of tech corner that we have. Um, okay. So 
Okay, this involves international soccer real quick. Uh, the uh, African Championship, AFCON, has been going on the last couple of weeks. And uh-huh. uh, there was a bit of a problem in the Mali-Tunisia game <laughs> in the match. <laughs> so the uh, Zimbabwean official who was who was overseeing this. Now, a, a, a football, a, a proper football match is 90 minutes long. 90 minutes, nine times. And when it got to 85 minutes, five, at least five minutes short, he blew his whistle that the match was over. I, I got reservations. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen enough of this crap. Um, <laughs> so then there was some confusion and like the coaches are like, wait, no, hold on. What, 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 what? They all got together. My bad. I see what I did. I see what I did. My fault. Continue playing. And then he blew it dead four minutes later at the 89th minute. And this clock was running while they were having wasn't the clock was running while they were having that discussion. Apparently, apparently. Um, And this time everyone went to the to the dressing rooms. They cleared the field. (laughs) And there was still more confusion. The, the story I read on this, the fourth referee was in the process of putting up extra time. When the game ended early. Well, yes. Uh-huh. What? So, so at this point, they had the second final whistle of the match that was still early. So Tunisia and Mali both go head to the dressing rooms. Tunisia's pissed because they're down one nil and didn't have the full match, nor did they have the extra time. Um, after the match, somebody got to the official. And so then they went and they asked the teams to return to the pitch. Hey guys, can, do you want to come out and play Tunisia? Uh, or sorry, Molly, who was up one nil all came back out. The coach for Tunisia, however, refused and at first blush, I love this explanation. It turns out there's a very legitimate explanation, but this is this is what was recorded of, as to why he refused to come back out from the coach. Quote, we did not want to resume because our players had already taken their baths. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait. The rubber duck and like. What goes on there now? Unfortunately, right? (laughs) Later, it was explained that what he meant was after the match, a number of players had gotten into the cold tub and iced down for recovery purposes. So at that point, they were already cold and they they were not going to come back out and risk injury. But I heard that and went, that makes perfect sense. And nobody needs to tell that portion of the story because we can't play because we've taken our baths is a great line. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, oh, hey, uh, also sports related, Dak Prescott. So did you see the end of the Niners? Cowboys game this week playoff. I game. watched it. I watched it live. <laughs> yes. Which included me yelling at the TV. What are you doing? <laughs> so, so 14 seconds left and the Cowboys have no timeouts and they run a designed quarterback draw up the middle. Now it did catch everybody by surprise. Because that is a stupid, stupid play that if you don't get exactly right, will mean you will end the game without another play and you have no chance of scoring. So from a from a surprise play, you have to execute that incredibly precisely. Which they they nearly did, but they forgot that the umpire has to actually spot the ball. Yes, you're not allowed to just put the ball down where you think is the offensive team the ball belongs and start the next play. The official actually has to say, here's where it goes. And on the on the live 
Dallas broadcast, the Dallas commentators were complaining about the official getting in the way and not allowing the Cowboys to snap the ball. Right. Now, the official was doing his job. He was doing exactly his job. What he was supposed to be doing. And had the Dallas players stood up and just given room for him to do what he was supposed to do, they might have actually been able to clock it there. I still don't know why they ran that play, but the official signal end of game and run off the field and the fans start throwing water bottles and other garbage at the officials as they're running off. Yes. One, those same Dallas commentators. Oh, now the now the fans are throwing garbage at the officials. Stay classy, Dallas. <laughs> Live on the air. Stay classy, Dallas. But the reason Dak Prescott got the nod for idiot of the week was because in his post-game press conference, even after all of that, somebody told him about them throwing garbage on the field. Oh, that's not right. And then they clarified that they were actually throwing the garbage at the officials. And his comments were, oh, well, then that's all right. Again, he, 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 did, that multiple, he did that multiple times. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, double down on it. But I have to say, as long as we're talking about things being thrown on the field. Yes. Nobody can touch the Bills Mafia. Did you see this? No, I did not. They didn't throw a broken table on the field, did they? No, they threw a dildo. <clears throat> Stiff competition? It, I'm more thinking, it, if you ain't classy, you don't got to stay classy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, what else um, we got on here? Last, last one. Uh, a couple of these we're going to roll over because we're we're going long here, just on the idiots. But but this one's a little timely, <laughs> and and I think this is gonna this this is gonna get uh, this is gonna hit close to home for you. So, um, we watch we watch some YouTubers. Uh, we watch uh, we watch a, a couple. We watch a number of uh, some YouTubers that that do RVing. And so we watched them before we bought our RV to kind of learn what we needed to know and everything. We still watched them and they, you know, they're YouTube RVers. They live in their RV. They drive around the country, blah, blah, blah. Over the last year, they had to make some changes because of these unprecedented times. They were going to go to Canada last year and they couldn't go into Canada. So they went up to Maine or whatever. And one of the things that we noticed, none of our business, but one of the things that we noticed was... They took over the last two years, according to their videos, they took what I would say is the least amount of COVID precautions you were required by law to take. They were traveling around the country. They talked about getting tested when they went into states that required to be tested. They wore masks when the government mandated them to wear masks. But if the government didn't mandate them to wear masks, there were no masks. They were shooting videos, whatever you do. You I'm just here to I'm just here for entertainment. The last video we watched Sunday night, we're on, we're on the couch Sunday night, their video releases, we're watching it. And they explained, man, the last couple of weeks has been kind of wild because they, they kind of, you know, they have videos in the can. So they, you know, we kind of got caught up a little bit. What they said was they're like, they have, they wait, they have videos in the can. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of videos are you watching? Well, you gotta pay, you gotta pay for YouTube premium for that. No. Um, so they, (laughs) they have, they have, they have, (laughs) They have, they have week, they're weeks ahead, right? So if something happens, oh, okay. they, got they, them, oh, right? they, they, they have them, okay. Thank they have you. them ready to go. Thank and then they you. said, boy, the last couple of weeks has been that you guys haven't seen on camera has been just wild. And we need to, we're just going to give you a quick little update. And they had some video and they're like, so they were in Texas and they've decided for reasons they needed, they needed to go. They flew to Florida somewhere near the end of the year. So they showed a picture of them flying to Florida 
And then they did what they needed to do there. And then they showed pictures of them meeting up with their friends in a restaurant, in a packed restaurant in Florida around January 1st, nobody wearing masks, nothing because no, no rules, whatever. And they said, it was great. We saw our friends, we got our business done and we got on the plane and we flew back here. And then, and then the guy who's saying this says, and then I came down with a really bad cold, which then I promptly gave to my wife and she promptly gave it to our son and Lisa on the couch. She gets on me because I yell at NFL referees and coaches. This is, as he says, I got a really bad cold. She yells, it's COVID. <laughs> you got COVID. You went to Florida in the height of the Omicron. You, you were indoors in a heavily packed thing. You saw your friends and then you got a really bad cold that you immediately passed to everybody else that you're near. And you just say, I got this really weird. I got this really bad cold out of nowhere. Lisa's just like, just look, they can do whatever they want to do, but you got COVID. <laughs> you remember the story about you picking up the remote control and pushing the off switch and never watching 24 again? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do you unsubscribe from a YouTube channel? <laughs> Um, I think you unring a bell. I think is how you do uh, is it. That, you, do you, I can't unring that bell. That's, uh, it was just great though, <laughs> watching Lisa yell at the TV in ways that only I usually do. So, anyway, um, so there's some of our idiots of the week. We've got we've got plenty more. We'll we'll get to. Um, I do have one more thing in main topics uh, that okay. I would like to cover because I think this would be kind of short. Um, can you can you see what the second item in our main topics uh, for for this week is? What country is our stadium in? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'm curious. <clears throat> Tales from the United Kingdom football. So in Chester. In the United in England, in the United Kingdom, they have a football team. The football team uh, is uh, Chester FC, Chester Football Club. They've been having a bit of a problem figuring out what they can do to host their home matches because the stadium, the entrance to the stadium, the turnstiles are in England. But once you pass the turnstiles and go under the bleachers to get into the stadium, the pitch and most of the stands are in Wales. <laughs> really? England, at the time this story came out, which is about a week ago, England said you could be at 50% capacity for outside, for uh, outdoor events. Wales said you can have no fans and Chester <laughs> FC said, what do we do? <laughs> and nobody can figure it out <laughs> because England said, I don't know when you take the tickets, that's the admission. You must follow our rules. And Wales said, but when you sit in the stadium, you must follow our rules. And you can't sit in the stadium. So Right. So and there, nobody can go, sit in the stadium. You could go to that one-eighth of the stadium that happens to be on that side of England, and then half of those seats are available. If you are lucky enough to have a seat in that area, first come, first serve. Eh. Well, apparently... Or the other thing they could do is they could allow 50% of capacity to come through the turnstile and then turn around and immediately exit. <laughs> we can take your ticket, but now you must please leave. <laughs> so you know how to take the reservation, but you don't know how to keep the reservation, which is the most important part of the reservation. Oh, oh sweet. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> 
So at some point, literally, I'm assuming in the boardroom, somebody just had to yell, what country is our stadium in? (laughs) How many countries are in this country? Four. Four. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so what are you watching? What are you watching this week? So we watched uh, this weekend. uh, We watched the Eternals or not the Eternals. We watched Eternals. I think I don't not clear on the anyway on Disney plus. Uh, yeah, uh, it was a show that was on in our house. Um, the, the rating, the, the rating system, I don't know how you would capture this, but after it ended and then you watch the post credits and then the post post credit scene, Lisa and I look at each other and we're just quiet for just a minute. And then she says, if you weren't here, I would have turned that crap off halfway through. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah. And then, because it's a Marvel movie, I then had to go and spend the next 45 minutes Googling what the hell just happened, who the hell is that, what happened in the mid-credits scene, what happened in the final credit scene, how does any of this tie in, and then... And then get lost down a rabbit hole of, well, this is really interesting. In 1962, uh, Marvel had a character that appeared in only one comic book who has now got a six picture deal. Like, oh my, anyway. So we watched that. You know what? If you liked it, great. I, I think we enjoyed Shang-Chi uh, much better. That was a much more fun movie. You, It looks like you guys also watched it. Um, so how, how did... How, uh, this this is where Dwayne goes. It was the best movie I saw this year. I don't know what you're talking about, Todd. So, uh, Amy and I, because we were quarantining from each other for the last week, we watched it separately. The thing at the end was Blade, which you probably know from Google at this point, which has nothing at this point to do with the MCU. So, fine. The fact that they explained away 7,000 years of inaction with somebody told me to do this. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody just told me. Right. Fine. I, I also say, in regard to this movie, you have broken me. Because one of the characters' names was Ajax. And I kept going, isn't that Ajax? <laughs> so there's there you that. Go. <laughs> I'm totally broken. I'm t- I'm totally broken at this point. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> fine, fine. So there's that. What else you got? So we did start watching. Um, we watched the first two episodes of Station Eleven on HBO Max. Um, that's okay. based on a book that that Lisa read five or six years ago just enough that she remembers reading the book but i'm like so what happens here she's like i don't i don't know i don't i read a lot of books i don't know that we're going to get back to the rest of it what i will tell you is uh cuz it's a little raw um just the premise um the in, the 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 entire first episode uh takes place over a couple of hours well a worldwide pandemic <laughs> breaks out <laughs> And sweeps through oh. the world. And and it this is a post-apocalyptic show. But the first episode uh, is sort of uh, the, uh, the fear and panic taking over um, Chicago as a pandemic rips through it. And uh, a little bit of that's like, uh, I'm not sure I'm ready for this. Anyway. Um, so there's that we're watching. I don't know. We may keep watching. I thought you were going to say two guys watching a basketball game, but okay, whatever. Yeah. 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 That's not plausible. And then, um, we were also, this is a follow up. I mean, who would be that stupid? (laughs) My idiot husband and his friend. (laughs) You know what? I was fine with it until the morons went to the basketball arena in the middle of the pandemic. And I said, that's like the mountains in Eastern Iowa. And I clicked and I turned it off and I never went back. (laughs) Just lazy writing. 
based on your recommendation from a couple of weeks ago, we went and watched uh, uh, Freedom Love Supreme. Yes. Yes. Uh, oh, sorry, Freedom. We watched Freestyle Love Supreme. Freedom Love Supreme. I don't know. That's a whole different thing. I think that's on OAN. Anyway, um, Freestyle Love Supreme is the one that we watched. Um, what you told me it was, and then we watched it, I I thought it was going to be something else. And yet, watching it, um, boy, that's really, it, it's, it's a good show. It's interesting. It's to see them over 15 years and do all of this right? and the importance and everything. I will say at one point there's some interesting things in this right documentary yes it's a documentary and it's it's following um lynn manuel miranda and his in a, in a group that he was a part of before uh in the heights before hamilton and what they were doing and then what they've continued to do and i mean there's just some interesting things about the 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 piece about that one of the that they basically wrote the aaron burr character for one of the members of that of that group mm-hmm. and because of things that he was dealing with he couldn't he couldn't do that like oh oh you you could have been aaron oh my oh boy mm-hmm. that for somebody who's mm-hmm. dealing with things dealing with that would be hard to deal with the other things um, and also to see that some of them had been together since third grade and how much this group still stays together. And at one point, Lisa goes, this is amazing. She goes, do you know anybody who's still working with, like, who's still like in that much contact and is working with a person that they were, that they knew from the third grade. And I turned to her and did and just slowly raised my hand. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, 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 but besides you two. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You too. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and kindergarten for the record, but fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> didn't didn't get around to waiting till third grade. I mean, come on. Um, and then and then the last thing I will say is uh, Monday night on Monday night football they uh had the world premiere of uh of the moon night um moon night trailer which yeah. is another show it's a show coming out from marvel i think on disney plus yes what i will tell you is now i've just had a bad experience with uh, eternals and i'm like moon night huh? it's an interesting name and then and then we were on youtube and we 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 watched the two minute trailer I was more interested in watching the show before I watched the trailer than I was after watching two minutes of the trailer and went, that didn't make me want to watch this at all. Like, so, I mean, if you want to, but I think they saved me some time. I'll probably watch it. Did you guys watch Hawkeye yet? No, no. We got, we got three episodes into Falcon and the Winter Soldier and then bailed on that one. And then watched the first episode of Loki and felt like that was a college, like that was a college physics class. Like we got to pay, like we both said, we got to, we got to watch this again because we got to pay a lot closer attention. Like you have you to should. follow this. This is, this is like homework. <laughs> yeah. It, it Of all of these limited series that they have done, my favorite at this point is Hawkeye. Okay. All right. I really, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, we, we may get to it. We may not. Eh, We'll see. Um, Lisa's got some travel coming up. So who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll get to it. Um, (laughs) How about you? So you watched Eternals. Uh, What else did you, have you watched? Uh, I am still watching Monk. There are eight seasons of Monk. The theme song in season one was this jazzy piano thing. And then Monk got popular in season one and people kind of got on the bandwagon. And for season two, there was this Randy Newman song. And for season two through eight, there's a Randy Newman song that was the theme. And he wrote it specifically for the show because he loved the show. And about two thirds of the way through season two, they did an episode about 
where Monk, he visits a fictional TV detective, a, an actor who's playing a, TV, a detective on TV. Uh, and the detective has these fans and the fans are rabid and blah, blah, blah. And one of the fans goes on this rant about how they changed the theme on this TV show and how awful it is. <laughs> And it's this running gag through the entire episode. And then at the end, they played the original theme as the outro. <laughs> but oh my God. And it, it and, and the rabid fan was Sarah Silverman. The guests that they got on this show over the run, just over and over and over. Nick Offerman. Uh, like I said, Sarah Silverman. I mean, it's just just people you have seen in so much stuff. Tim Curry was in an episode. Just every every episode is a fantastic actor upon fantastic actor again and again and again. And then some actors that were young in their careers, you know, because this was 15 years ago now. I don't know. Anyway, I'm enjoying rewatching Monk. I know it's old, but it's kind of comfort food. And I watched the first episode tonight of How I Met Your Father. It's a pilot. I'm going to see where it goes. Jury's still they out. Spent, they spent a lot of time calling the other characters by their name repeatedly, if it's a pilot. Right, Dwayne? Yes, they did. <laughs> yes, they did, Todd. Thanks, Dwayne. Yes, they did. <laughs> That's good that you told me Todd. that, Dwayne. I'm glad you cleared that up, Todd, because I was a little confused. Todd, did you learn anything this week? You bet, Dwayne. <laughs> <sighs> what was the what was the pilot? Was it was it Firefly? Was it the pilot of Firefly? Where uh it was, I think. It was Alan Tudyk looks at one of the other characters and he's like, Yeah, I can't remember her name. It's always so confusing when you first meet someone. <laughs> In the pilot. That's fantastic. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Did you learn anything? Um, yeah. So this falls under uh this falls under the content that we were asked to give about space news and and filed under technology is amazing and disappointing at the same time. Earlier this week, there was a uh uh, there was going to be a, a a rocket sent to space from uh, Virgin Galactic, and they didn't have any. They didn't have people in it or anything like that. Um, they 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 have a seven forty seven that they take off from uh, Southern California and they fly out over uh, out past the Santa, uh, the Catalina Islands, and then they get up to about thirty five thousand feet, and then they drop a rocket from its wing, and then it uh, ignites, and then it goes to space, and. I'm sitting here. I'm, I, I I see this, and you can you can go on YouTube, and they've got they've got people commentating about what's going to happen, and they've got a track of here's where the airplane is, and if you have flight radar on your phone that you can use to track you know planes, you can actually see the plane flying out, and and I'm just I was sitting here thinking this is amazing, right? Like this is this is another private rocket company. It's not SpaceX. It's not Blue Origin. This is another private rocket company that is going to be firing a rocket off just in the middle of the day. And I can watch this live on YouTube with telemetry and images. And we just take this crap for granted. Like, this is amazing. And then I'm watching this. And then the telemetry gets a little weird, like a little like, wait, the countdown has stopped. It's no longer going down, but it's not going up either. And the person is talking, but they're not talking about the launch. And, and there's no video of this at all. It's just a picture. It's a, it's a graphic of an airplane flying in circles. And all of a sudden, then I look at the telemetry, and now the rocket is going um, like 500 miles an hour and is going up. And about a minute into this, the commentator says, oh, and as you heard, we had a successful launch. 
And I went from being amazed to thinking about, I've watched a lot, I've watched a number of SpaceX launches and they have live video and they have a commentator and they're like, this is what's happening now. And they have a thing at the bottom of the screen that tells you, this is what's going to happen here. And you can see exactly. And they're like, okay, and then here's the liftoff. And they, they have, SpaceX has cameras on the first stage. When it separates, the second stage has a camera to watch the first stage falling. They have cameras on the first stage. When it lands on the drone ship, there's a camera on the rocket that shows it landing and a camera on the drone ship in the middle of the Atlantic that you can watch all of that live. And the commentators tell you what's happening. And I was watching this Virgin one and I went from going, this is amazing. Look what I can do to you guys are really phoning this crap in. Come on. You got to step up your game. What are you like? You you're broadcasting live on YouTube and there's not even a live video of the rocket from the 747 that's going like, what are you even do? Is this even a launch if I can't watch it live on YouTube? So in the span of 45 minutes, I went from my goodness, the modern world is amazing to you guys suck. Come on, step it up. Use some technology. It was a weird, it was, that was a weird hour for me. I got to be honest. It was weird. I was disappointed in a rocket launch that I couldn't watch it live on my computer. Oh yeah. How about you? What'd you learn this week? I, I learned that the Michigan DOT names their snowplows. Okay. Did you know this? I, I did not. I can't imagine that there's enough names in the world to cover all of the Michigan snowplows. I mean, and and it's not like you know they have one truck and they name it truck number seven, like they like the Ames Trib, right? right? No, no, no. Some of them are better than others. Some of them are really boring. Snow Force One, Old Blue, the Huron Hero. These are these are the unimaginative ones. Earl, the Blizzard Boss. Blizzard T Snowplow. They gave it a middle initial. Catch my drift. Dr. Plowgood. Melton John. Frosty. They named one Frosty the Snowplow. Edgar Allan Snow. Dolly Plowton. Is there a Plowdy McPlow face? There, I do not see Plowy McPlow face. On the list, Austin Plowers, Saul T. Streets, another middle initial, Snow Diggity, Snow Diggity. Okay. I like the way you. I like the way you move it, Snow Diggity, <laughs> Snow Diggity, <laughs> and and it goes on and on and on. Frosten Powers, uh, Optimus Plow, the Scrape Gatsby. Uh, anyway, I did not know before, uh, but the Michigan snow and ice trucks, uh, the, the guys have a sense of humor up there. So uh, I, I enjoyed that. Music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on Incompetech.com under a Creative Commons Attribution License. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd on Overcast or Apple Podcast or Spotify, wherever you get your pods. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our two-time award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. It's 515-257-6272. Thanks again for the support for the editing of this podcast, which was brought to you by Toddlers 3187 and number 17. And stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. You can learn more on our website, talkingtotodd.com. And you can always send us your feedback. Feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? So I was just uh, just looking. I found stayclassydallas.blogspot.com. Um, it's, it's from a, it's from a guy named Matt who wants you to know that the music on this site is for sampling purchases purposes only. And if you own a file that I've linked to and want it removed, let me know. If you'd like for me to feature your band, email me at stayclassydallas at gmail.com. The first post of this site was in July of 2005, which looks like it started with Jamie Foxx is an idiot. 
And the final posting of this uh, was in March 26th of 2009 and has a picture of a friend of theirs uh, at a uh, at a birthday celebration. Um, so, yeah, um, I guess this is I guess this is what the radio announcers wanted people to do. Stay go to a blog. <laughs> go to a blog from 2009 and maybe rip off some music. Sounds about right. Ooh, hey, they got some stuff I can download. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Should I click on that? I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> we're we're going to need to cover that next week in Tech Corner. I'm sure we'll have more. <laughs> Stop back next week. We'll be around next week for our 100th episode. I can't believe I'm saying that. Our 100th episode next week right here on Talking to Todd. <laughs> Okay, so with the first pick, I'm going to take Ken Jennings. Sorry, what? Yeah, you're you're up. Clock's ticking. This is, by the way, this is an auction draft. I just got Jennings for a dollar. You you should have been at rehearsal. Seriously, what what the heck are you talking about? This fantasy Jeopardy. Last week, Jeopardy released advanced stats on champions, and now they're publishing. Can't believe I'm saying this. They're publishing daily box scores for games. So what I'm thinking we need to do is start a fantasy Jeopardy league. Sure, sure. You know what? I'm in. Um, Kevin, I'll take stupid ideas for a thousand. The answer is this long running show recently had a foul mouthed, greasy haired quarterback as guest hosts. Oh, buzz. Do you actually do you actually know that on Jeopardy they don't buzz they just they just hit the clicker there's no buzz there's no sound oh hold on let me yes Todd <clears throat> what is the Manning cast oh so close. <laughs>